Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so happy to welcome Jess to the podcast today. Welcome, Jess. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I appreciate it. Sure. Hey, what is your question for me today? My biggest thing with the church right now is pushing through those questions and fears and worries about the judgment and basically the judgment in the church. I've I've always wondered what people thought, um, but I was raised very judgmental because of the rules in a sense. And so I always question if I'm being judged because of my actions or my clothes or anything like that. And so I would like to discuss how I can help myself through this fear of judgment in a place that I really do love and I have a testimony of. Okay. So what are there certain areas that you're fearful about being judged? To be honest, clothes are probably the number one thing for me. Um, I'm 38 years old and Mm -hmm. I still question what are people going to say if I wear this? And it is always on my mind. Like Mm. it away from my family experiences. If I go to the beach with my kids, is someone going to say something about my swimsuit? Are they going to assume this about me because of my swimsuit? Am I not going to fit in with the crowd because Mm. I choose to wear this swimsuit? So it just overtakes my mind. And it used to take away from my time with my kids because I would sit there stressing if I stand up, what's someone going to say about my appearance? Mm. So have you ever had someone say something? Um, not directly to my face, Mm -hmm. I guess. And if so, it's only been more of a, probably a nice compliment, but I don't know. There's still that question of what people might say. So maybe it is more of an internal thing for me, Yeah, but it's, it's still there. And and so So. what, what would happen if they were judging you and they did think something that wasn't true about you? Uh, honestly, I used to be at the point in my life where it would devastate me. And okay. and I have been at that point, even though they haven't said it to my face, I have had people no longer invite me to activities or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I've felt very much, well, I just didn't fit in because of who I am type thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess I just put that experience into everything else. And um even though they haven't said anything, I still will question it and I will still wonder, but then I will feel bad about it. Mm, so you feel bad that you are so worried about it. Like I shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, I shouldn't feel bad about what I wear, mm-hmm. but I was very much raised that girls should only wear certain types of clothing. And if you don't, then you're a bad person. Okay. Um, and I don't like the word bad, but that's That's really what I have always thought was true growing up is this is a bad Mormon or she's, she's asking for something that you shouldn't be asking for type thing. And Mm. uh, those thoughts have just controlled everything about my appearance. Wow. Wow. For a long time. Sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Since high school. I remember it at least in high school. 
So Okay. And whose voice is that? Is that is there a specific person who gave you a lot of those messages? I, I honestly am not 100% sure. I know that that was a big thing growing up in the church for me yeah. is we talk about modesty. So I'm sure I heard it at church and church activities and things like that. But since I'm not in high school anymore, I think it just has just been ingrained in okay. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever been diagnosed with any kind of anxiety disorder? No, but I probably should have been by now. I I honestly am still working the bravery of accepting that and making an appointment, to be honest. I can't diagnose you on on a call like this. But what I want to suggest is that 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 loop of kind of obsessively thinking about what other people are thinking or trying to guess, that might be a symptom of an anxiety disorder. And I completely agree with that. I really do. Um, I've been studying myself for two years, trying to help myself become better. Yeah. Um, but that's still, it's still in the back of my mind if I walk into church and be like, well, is this dress too tight, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. then I have to remember, but this is what I'm comfortable in. So it's okay. Yeah. So I am, I am working Good. on those points, but you're right. I probably should have a diagnosis by now. Well, just get an evaluation. And I could be totally wrong because I, you know, we just met and we're just talking for a brief time, but it would be worth looking into because if that is the case, there are other things you can do other than trying so hard to not worry about it. Like that usually doesn't work. Yeah, I completely agree. I I definitely do think that I do need a diagnosis. I do feel like I have been fighting those thoughts pretty well. Yeah. Being confident in who I am, knowing that I'm not a bad person if I choose to wear a two-piece or a sleeveless shirt on a video type thing. So I have been mentally working hard on that. Yeah, good. And it sounds like it's not quite working. (laughs) I'm still working on it. It's a progress. Totally, totally. One thing that's really cool, Jess, is that you, even though you have worries about it and anxieties about being judged, you're still making your own choices. I am. I I am now. Two years ago, I, I hit pretty deep down, pretty low. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I gave up something that I loved because of other people's comments and opinions and rudeness in a sense. And I could not do that anymore. So I was like, you have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to trust yourself. And so for the last two years, that's what I've been doing. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm working on it. Good. Well, it sounds like you've made a lot of of progress in terms of like not being controlled by it. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. So what I want to suggest that you do is notice those thoughts without judgment. So like, oh, there are those thoughts. I'm worrying about what other people think. Huh. Okay. And then strut your two-piece. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's just, true. just right. notice it. Just notice. Oh, gosh, I'm, there's that thing again. There's that worrying about everybody else and yeah, and just let it be there, but not judge it. Okay. Not judge it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm feeling like I might be a bad person because I'm wearing this. Am I a bad, you know, I'm actually not a bad person. Okay. Move forward. You know. So instead of fighting those thoughts, accepting them without judgment and notice them and then let them pass through you. I love that because that's so much less stressful. I think when I do fight them, then I spend more time thinking about them rather than saying, okay, 
I've thought this, but this is what life is. And we're moving on. I like that. Thank you. You are welcome. That is a therapy technique that we teach people who are dealing with lots of different intrusive kind of thoughts is just notice it. Because when you say, don't think about a pink elephant, all you think about is a pink elephant, (laughs) right? Don't think about this. Why are you so worried about what other people think? And then you're all you're thinking about is what other people think. (laughs) So just go, notice, let it pass through you without judgment, and then move forward with your life. Okay. I like that piece about the without judgment. Mm. We tend to, I mean, for me, I tend to easily judge myself Mm -hmm. and And I like that, you know, not hate on myself for thinking it because sometimes you can't, you can't help it. You can't, we do not control our thoughts. Like we do not, we have thoughts that come in Mm -hmm. and we, we control like what we do with it. Do we, do we focus on it or do we just let it pass through? We decide that, but we like to think we're in control, but we just have thoughts that float in and out of our brains. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. What's the judgment that you have had in the past about those thoughts? Like you have the, oh, I'm being judged. And then you think, what? Like I shouldn't. Um, so a while ago, like I said, two years ago, I'm in the process. But at first it would just consume me and just stay there, like you said, where it's, it's not going to end. And my reaction would be to hate on myself and mm-hmm. to see myself poorly as the bad person I thought someone else thought. Mm. And so then all I thought about myself was that I was a bad person who wasn't reaching or doing all the things right. Outside of clothing, I've felt that way too, with judgment of, I'm not as good as this person, so therefore I'm a bad person. And Mm. that's how I used to think. And now I'm able to think, or I've been working on it, but I've been able to start thinking, I'm not a bad person. I'm just not there yet, mm-hmm. or it's not a priority. Actually, I've been saying that mm. a lot to myself, is it's not a priority. It. If it was a priority, I would make it happen. Yeah. But it's not a priority. So why am I beating myself up? Because it's not something I truly, truly, really want in my life right now. Yeah. So I, I have been good thinking job. that. Thank you. Yeah, good work. I love that. It's not a priority right now. The word and can really be helpful here. Okay. Because you are good and you are bad at certain things. You're both. We're all both. We have light and we have dark. It's true. Everyone does, right? Like I'm not good at everything. I'm not, (laughs) there are lots of things we're all working on. We have dark parts in us too. And we have light parts and every, that's this like every human. And so we're, we're kind of just all in this together with, with both. I get that. Yeah. 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 You've done some great work, Jess. I just want to validate the work that you've done. Thank you. I just got tired of living my life, hating myself (laughs) for mistake or not being perfect in the church. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like this perfectionistic mindset has really run your life for a long time. Yes, I, I, yep. Since I was a child, I know perfectionism was something that I have always struggled with. Yeah. Yeah. Or I thought it was a good thing. (laughs) Then I saw that it wasn't. Like I'm, I'm so, (laughs) yeah. Do you know that there's a name for kind of an obsession with being righteous and not 
sinning or not being bad? I did not know there was a name for that. No. Yeah. It's called scrupulosity. Okay. And it's a form and I'm not diagnosing you with this, but I just want you to know, like there are actually, this is actually a thing that it might, it might be relevant to you. And it's religious scrupulosity, which is like an obsession with being good, not being bad, not sinning, doing everything right. So something to look into. Okay. I could probably have a little bit, but I think I accepted that I wasn't always good a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. But thinking like having that, those thoughts and be weighing that that all the time, or I should be and like having that be running through your mind on a regular basis. Okay. Anyway, just something like the mental side. Not Mm -hmm. so I guess with it, not meant I was thinking you meant like in my actions, like I always strive to be perfect. I mean, we all try to be good, but mentally it probably is more of a mental thing for me where it is obsessive, like reminder, you didn't do this again. You sucked at that today. Like Mm -hmm. I, I could definitely see myself being obsessive over that, knowing even though my actions are not Right, right. But my mind might have been. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. So again, it's just something to look into, you know, and I just, I think getting a mental health evaluation and just seeing, is there some kind of anxiety disorder going on? Or is this just kind of like, you know, you tend to be more obsessive and some people are wired that way and that's okay. But I would just see it's not going to, it won't hurt. I agree. I, I know I should be diagnosed with a couple of things. <laughs> I just to <laughs> we all are. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's finding the time, I guess. And a psychologist. I've, th- I've thought about it because yeah. I know that there's things that I have been working so hard on. And then there's still moments where I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm still struggling with this, even though I'm working so hard to fight it. I might need other help, but mm-hmm. I don't know what that, that other help is yet. So gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. A good resource is psychologytoday.com therapist finder. And you can okay. select for like insurance, location, gender of the therapist, religious background, all different things. And it'll show you who's in your area or in your state. It's called therapy today. Psychology, psychologytoday.com. There's also Mormon Mental Health Association dot org, I believe. Um, or you can just search Mormon Mental Health Association and they have a therapist finder on there. And so you are able to see anyone who's licensed in your state via telehealth. Oh, that would be probably easier for my life than trying to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, thank so you just, for the information. Just a, an encouragement to check it out and and just see. And again, I just want to thank you for sharing like your experience and and I want to validate how hard you've worked on this and that it sounds like you've made some progress and and it's still a thing. And so let's just get it checked out like at, a, at another level. Let's let's do everything you can to ease that burden of worry all the time, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So I you agree. can enjoy wearing your two piece, right? <laughs> you can enjoy it instead of worrying. <laughs> Yep. Well, with, with the whole swimming thing, I just, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm going to wear whatever swimsuit I'm comfortable with around the people I'm comfortable with. So when I'm around certain people, I'm comfortable in a one piece. If I'm 
at the California beaches with thong bathing suits. I'm going to go and wear my two piece, but not a thong. Like I'm I'm at that point where I'm like, if I'm going to have fun with my family, I have to be comfortable what I'm wearing, not stressing. Yeah. yeah, Good for you. Good Mm -hmm. for you. Well, hopefully just this has been helpful to talk through today. Is there anything you're going to take with you from our conversation that might have been extra helpful? The resource, to be honest, um, Mm. talking to a friend two weeks ago, and um, I was like, I know I need to get diagnosed, you know, just so that way I also know that I'm not crazy in my head. Yeah. Sometimes I think that and, but I know there's more to it. And so I'm just telling her, I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I do it but I didn't know the resources. Mm. I mean, I just haven't taken the time to look it up. And and now yeah. that I know that I can go to either of these websites, but specifically one for my religion, I can yeah. look that up without a problem. And knowing that I can do a telephone psychologist interaction, I'm like, that's huge. Yeah. Like, for me, I know people have done it, but I don't know where to start. And so yeah. knowing that that easy, easy bit of information that I can start with really helps Um, I also say knowing that I'm valid in my situation. I have had people tell me in the past that I'm overreacting and overthinking and just stop. Mm. And they don't really understand that it's not that easy to do. You can't just stop your mind when it's so used to being like that. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you support that and realize, hey, this is a thing and you are right. That really helps me feel better. Good, good. Wonderful. And I also want to encourage you to just notice when those thoughts happen and go, oh, okay, thank you. And let it go and not try to fight it. Okay. Accept it and move forward. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wonderful. Allow it to be there, but not judge it. That's what you said was accept, but not judge. And that's, that's what I need to do because for so long I was fighting it and pushing it back rather than accepting it. And now I also know that I can do that, do the thoughts without judging myself for it. And that's, that's huge. Good. Good. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. I think this will be really helpful to a lot of people who struggle with kind of worrying about what other people think, because we kind of in the, the LDS culture, we kind of raise people to be hyper-focused on what other people are thinking of them. And so you you are definitely not alone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You are so welcome. Thank you for taking the time with me as well and having me on your podcast. Oh, thanks, Jess. Have a good day. You too. Hi, friends. Have you ever thought of working with me as your personal coach? Well, I have a couple of openings for women in Utah or virtually all across the globe. And I would love to work with you. I'm a licensed therapist and I've been specializing in women's emotional health and relationships for nearly 30 years. And I've transitioned to doing personal coaching. I love it and I'm excited to work with you. I help women making career and life decisions, communication training, moving on after children have moved out of the home or after divorce, finding your passion in life, or creating partnership in your marriage and family. I also work a lot with faith transitions and mixed faith marriages. I'm confident that I can help you create the life you love. I can't wait to work with you. And you can use code 150OFF for $150 off priority coaching with me. 
go to drjuliehanks.com slash coaching or email hello at drjuliehanks.com for more information. Again, that code is 150, so 150 off OFF. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.